number 33, I am of the nature of. This quote is from Sri Adi Shankaracharya. I am of the nature of absolute existence, absolute consciousness, and absolute bliss. This is from the last verse of the Nirvana Shatakama, piece written by Shankara some 1200 years ago. The whole first several sections of this uh, poem or song, uh, he lists all the things that he is not. And the final uh, section of it, he lists what he is. I am the nature of absolute existence, absolute consciousness, and absolute bliss. I am the absolute itself. Adi Shankara, the teacher who reinvigorated the study of the Veda in India in the early ninth century, did something that had not been done before in that part of the world. He brought the teachings of the Veda to the common people, sharing the Upanishads with them. The Upanishads are recognized as the culmination of the knowledge of the Veda. The uh, Upanishads are known as Vedanta. Veda means knowledge, Anta means end. Uh, Vedanta, Vedanta means the end of knowledge, uh, not that there's nothing left to learn, but that there is no thing to learn that is more complete than this. The main point of the Upanishads says something much like the uh, earlier quote from uh, Sri Adishankaracharya. I am that, thou art that, all this is nothing but that. There is only one thing, and everything is of that one thing. Now, this had always been secret knowledge. Why? Because if I am, I am that, thou art that, and all this is nothing but that. If this is the truth, what use will I have for priests or temples or rulers? If all of us, if each of us are that, why should I be your servant? Why should I allow you to remain in power? The ruling classes didn't want to lose their power, so they kept the truth from their workers. Sri Adi Shankara changed all that. He brought to the common people, to anyone who wanted it, the truth of their souls, thus beginning a revolution in consciousness that utterly transformed uh, the land that we now know as India, the subcontinent. In the quote above, Sri Adi Shankara says, I am this ultimate reality, existence, consciousness, bliss. He doesn't say we are this thing because he speaks from his identity with the oneness. He is speaking out for us as the oneness. He is shining a light until we too are ready to have our own realization of this truth. You know, this uh, same sort of wisdom was brought out by one branch of early Christianity, uh, a leader by the name of Valentine. The Gospel of Thomas is an expression of the philosophy that the Valentinians practiced. And uh, there's a quote from uh, the Gospel of Thomas which says, Jesus said, if your leaders say to you, look, the Father's kingdom is in the sky, then the birds of the sky will precede you. 
If they say to you, it is in the sea, then the fish will precede you. Rather, the Father's kingdom is within you, and it is outside you. And when Constantine declared uh, Rome as a Christian state in the 3rd century, 2nd or 3rd century, he was given a choice of uh, embracing the Valentinian way of looking at uh, Christ and uh, Christianity, or the way that was uh, exemplified by Irenaeus, who uh, the Irenaeans believed that we weren't worthy to go to the divine ourselves, that the divine was somewhere other than within us, and so we needed a church to intercede for us. The truth is the truth, no matter where we find it. Now, this truth of only one thing has tremendous consequences in our assessment of, of life and of ourselves. If there's only one thing, there's nothing to harm me. In order for fear to exist, there must be a sense of other. If there's only one thing, I must be that one thing, and there is nothing for me to fear. I never lie in bed at night and wonder if I'm going to hurt myself. If there's only one thing, even God need not be called upon, but simply opened up to. For again, if there is only one thing, then even God must be closer to me than my own breath. And if this is so, then there is absolutely nothing outside my capacity to have, to realize, to access, to embody. If it can occur to me, then some version of it, some scent of it, some sense of it is available to me. And elsewhere, uh, Shankara said, even the gods, powerful as they may be, cannot prevail against him, the man who has known the oneness, Brahman. This is from his commentary on one of the Upanishads. Sri Adi Shankaracharya lived for only 32 years, some 1,200 years ago, and yet today his words still have the power to redirect, to transform, and to heal, for his words are the truth, and the truth is the truth, no matter where we find it, no matter when we find it. Today I will hold gratitude in my heart for all those men and women who, through the ages, have offered themselves as beacons, guiding us toward the truth of our being. And I will remind myself that everyone I know is seeking a beacon of their own, a way out of fear. And perhaps as I live today in gratitude and loving kindness, I may be a faint version of that beacon for someone else. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Embracing Bliss. I started this podcast and the book it's based on to offer a daily reminder to myself as well as to you that we have the freedom to choose happiness. And if ever we needed happiness and freedom to choose in this world, now would be that time. So please do share it with someone you love, send it to a friend, and also please stay in touch. Links for Instagram, uh, the book Embracing Bliss, and to sign up for my newsletter can all be found in the show notes. Until next time, have a great day.